Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Business Podcast. It is great to have you back with us. If you've been with us for a while, then you'll know that we are on episode number 93 today. If you are new here, then it is great to have you join us as we challenge the status quo, bant about life, and really what it means for individuals and organizations to approach the future with an expansive mind. My name is Eric Kruger. I'm one half of the Expansive Podcast, and with me today as always, for the past 93 episodes, my ever-elegant co-host, Mr. John Sonne. John, how are you doing? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. I have just gone back from a small little trip, so I had a big snooze on the on the plane, so I'm still waking up. It's funny, I feel it's in the afternoon here while we're recording this, but it feels like uh, I've just woken up and slept too much. But here I am, ready to go for 93. And you feel like your uh, your breathing through your nose is pretty clear since you've just had it like uh, irrigated for a PCR test. Oh my god! It was actually a very good <laughs> PCR test. I'm now become used to them. Who would have thought you'd get used to a PCR test? The very first time you had it, it was the first time that it ever happened to you. And now all of a sudden, it becomes quite a common thing. Weird, but yes, I've just yeah. had that. I know my, my right nostril is very clear. Left one still congested from Joe Big. Okay. So um, um, let me just let me just uh, continue for a moment. This year yes. is rapidly coming to an end, and we'll soon be. Uh, switching off the mics for about a month, month and a half. And in that time, uh, you'll be able to re-listen to some of the best podcasts that have come out this year. We're going to replay for uh, the entire December, really, all of our top hits, most downloaded <laughs> episodes hits. for the year. Top, our top five <laughs> hits of the year, most downloads. We'll play them again. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, That's yes. good. That's good. So... Um, we release content every week and we would love for you to join us on this journey. You can follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course, whatever platform you use to listen to your favorite podcasts. So before we get into the topic for the day, which is really speaking a bit about 2022 and how we can position ourselves for success in 2022, and if we should even be doing that, I think, uh, before we get to that topic, what's been happening with you and what's been happening in the news? Um, well, look, uh, I, like I said, I've just been on a small trip to Durban, did some work, went for a wedding to Gilan Gorka, our friend, the mentalist, got married to his uh, wife, Angelique, the lean girl. It was a wonderful wedding. And I've just landed back in Cape Town, ready to pack my bags to leave to Dubai tomorrow. Got some work at the Expo and the Abu Dhabi government and a couple other brands there that I'm working with. Really looking forward to that. And I also today uh, bought my first NFT this morning. And uh, also, thank you very much. Thank you Welcome very much. And to also, the club. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Um, also, uh, I've been listening again. Every time I travel, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And uh, again, uh, Web 3.0 was a very big topic. Uh, um, what's his name? Tim Ferriss uh, just brought out a podcast with Chris Dixon and Navikal Ravikant. Naval mm. Rabikant, and uh, they're speaking about Web 3.0. I highly recommend you go listen to it. Everybody listening to this, go listen to it. But what Web 3.0 is, and usually the topic that I wanted to bring up today, just before we get into the real topic, is sort of, sort of everybody seems to be getting into uh, uh, NFTs, uh, multiverse, uh, Nike's registered uh, a logo, K-pop. Uh, the sort of the biggest K-pop band uh, from South Korea now is creating and producing NFTs. They're moving into Bitcoin. It seems like the whole world is almost like ramping up this adoption like nothing ever before in history. And I think it's important for us to touch on this. And for anybody listening, like 
make sure you're diving into this topic, trying to just get your head around it. And really it's changing the very fundamentals of business in many, many, diff many ways. And the best way to describe Web 3.0 is we have all used to be consumers. Now we will all become creators. We will all be sharing part of the pie. So think mm. about Uber. Uh, when software becomes so intelligent, you don't need one company running Uber. The blockchain itself will run Uber where all the drivers themselves own Uber. There is no big boss. It's almost like managed by everybody. So it's not hierarchical. It's 100% symbiotic. And this is a crazy thing to think about because everybody is in this individual way to become a creator in this new world. And in this new world, we're all participating in it. We don't have employers and employees. We are in, in it as almost like equals. And in this new world, NFTs, things that you buy that make sense both digitally and non-digitally, paid for by cryptocurrencies, now becomes so obvious. Obviously, mm. you need a currency for this new world. Obviously, you can buy assets that are both digital and non-digital in this new world because that's how it's going to be done and created. So it's just it's fascinating to connect Web 3.0, connect it to NFTs, connect it to crypto. And I'm nowhere near. Uh, I really don't understand all of it uh, or any of it, really. I'm just I'm trying to get my head around it. But it's just starting to formalize and crystallize inside my head more and more. I listen to it. So even K-pop, mm. I mean, I just I can't I, I, I don't know anybody who's not getting involved, really. Eh? My whole circle around me is getting involved. So, yeah, that's top of mind for me. What's up for you, Eric? Yeah, listen, you know, out of everything um, Web3 related, I would say NFTs are the things that I've researched and I think that I have a grasp on and understanding of the most. So, like for those listening who don't even know what NFT stands for, it stands for non-fungible token. And essentially the easiest way to think of it is that it's it's ownership of a digital asset. Like that's the easiest way to think of it. So at the moment, what you are seeing is that everyone is buying up um, pictures like that's you know and, and it doesn't make sense to people because like why would you buy a picture that anyone else can copy and save on their own hard drive or take a screenshot of like what is the point the point is that there's actually utility in it and there is rarity towards it so like when a new collection drops of nfts drop there's only a certain amount of them and if you think about it like for years and years and years we've had collectibles right like a movie comes out at, or like think of trading cards like baseball cards yeah. and pokemon cards and i mean art um just art, art on its own yeah, yeah. yeah like so there's a as soon as something is rare it has value so like when you bring out a collection um then when it's rare and like there's only a few of them available obviously the the price of that increases and so like this is the same thing that's happening in the background but then there's also utility to it so like the nft that you bought it's not only art by an artist that will hopefully, as that artist becomes more popular, increases in value, but it also gives you access to the community, to certain events that yeah. you get to attend, right? Mm. Um, a very smart thing about NFTs is that it's, it's programmable. So like, and that's where people yes. need to, like, you need, you need to get yes. beyond the idea that it's a, a picture and mm. you need to get to the point where it's like, it's a script that runs in the background. Mm. So if Picasso was alive today, what he would do mm. is he would create an NFT. That NFT would initially sell for, let's say, $20 million. He makes $20 million. Now, the next time that NFT gets resold, he has a little bit of code that's in there that says, every time it gets resold, I get 2% of that sale. Yeah. And so into perpetuity, yeah. he gets money on that sale every single that's time right. instead of a once-off right. sale. That's so right. that's the thing people need to get to is that um, digital ownership is going to be a big thing because everything is going to be digital. That's where we're going to live. So like, it's going to be a big thing. 
And NFTs are more just than just profile pictures. There's value in that as yeah. well because it signals yeah. virtue and being part mm. of a club if you have a board yeah. ape or a crypto punk. But there's more utility to it than just that. Yeah. And also, look, and it's called a non-fungible token. Yeah. Crypto, the money, is a fungible token. It's interchangeable and exchangeable where this is a once-off. It's non-fungible. You can't actually ever go back from it. So, look, mm. I think everything right now is a bubble. You know, everybody's jumping in and things are over. It will settle. And then yeah. we will start to understand the use of it when in, in practical scenarios. Right now, it's very fringe. It's on the cutting edge. In fact, I was speaking to my friend who was just in um, Portugal for a Solano conference. And he was there with Run and... He said well, the whole thing was nerds. Mm. Every conference, every it has party, or just has like to nerds. Be, yeah. And it was just techie guys <laughs> and uh, not one girl. Like it's almost like yeah. 1% a woman. It's all techie geeks, right? And mm. that's exactly where this is at the moment. It's on the fringes, you know, and then next the institutions start getting involved and now it starts becoming more mainstream. So look, let's talk, let's pop straight into the topic here for preparation for 2022. And it's a it's a big topic. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of education on it uh, moving forward. I'm also going to be running a very small, quick masterclass around what I'm doing uh, in preparation. And then next year, Eric and I have got some exciting news to share where we're going to be building curriculum to help people on a quarterly basis go through this process of checking in, preparing, thinking. And, and really, this is quite a awesome thing for us to do ourselves because it forces us to create, think, and, and actually just partner each other into the, into the process of keeping accountability and actually just creating what we want to be creating. And we've already got a couple of projects on the go to do that. But today's topic is really about what are we going to do to prepare? Uh, how, how do we go into this unbelievably fast changing world where we literally are having to learn a new language? Um, and it's, it's almost like breaking down our understanding of reality in many terms. Like what is mm. real? What isn't real? Does my brain even understand the difference? Because kids are choosing skins over skinny jeans because that's, <laughs> and your part of your brain is almost like enjoying that, uh, as much, you know? So it's not just a, it's not just a small thing. This is the very essence of our reality is being questioned. And then we have, a sharing economy on top of a hierarchical business model that we've been following for hundreds of years. Oh, wow, wow. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So there's a lot to talk about and it's constantly changing. And so I think really the behaviors, uh, the habits that we need to create around these topics that are so weird and so like, so like, yeah, so from left field. And now Mm. all of a sudden you've got to start learning them, you know? So what are your thoughts? You want to kick us off and uh, let's get some ideas. Yeah, listen, um, before I, I say that, uh, if you are listening to episode 93, I'd highly recommend you go back to that, maybe the four past episodes, four, uh, past four episodes that we were recording. Cause I think we've been spending a lot of time speaking about this idea of the overwhelm of the future. Um, it's actually been a, it's quite been a, like a strong theme over the past four, five <laughs> Cause, episodes. Five, Cause we're going through right? an overwhelm of the future. Yeah. <laughs> In a big way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and uh, expect that to continue. So, you know, um, I was speaking to my coach earlier this week and like even in my own coaching practice, I've been winding that down. Like I've been, uh, it, it felt like the last real coaching sessions were happening sort of in October, November, people's heads just already aren't there anymore. Like they just, they're moving towards the wind down. They want to get to their breaks. 
And I was going into the session with my coach and I, I almost felt exactly the same thing. It was like, I want to just end the year. I don't know if I need to be thinking about 2022 just yet. It feels like, like there's been so much to deal with. Can't I just finish dealing with this and then get to 2022? But then I realized that ultimately we have to start making and taking small steps towards it. You know, 2020 was a year that plunged us into survival mode. 2021, I think, was a year where we started finding our feet again. And 2022 is going to be the year to, to give it some gas again. Like, I, I think it's going to be the year to, to create some like escape velocity to get out of this, this pool that we've had over the past two years. I think people are ready for it. And so I thought, well, actually, like, you can't think about that. You need to start putting the things in place that will position you for success in 2022. And so I've been thinking about like, what are the things that I'm going to do that will help me to get there? And that's what I thought we could speak about today. Yeah, look, um, I, I would say like 2020 sunk us. 2021 was confusing. 2022 is going to be even more confusing. And I think the gas that we want to give it, and it's funny because even the term gas now has been used amongst all my friends, but gas is gas is gas fees. When you're mm. doing cryptocurrency transfers, you're paying gas fees. Now all of a sudden, like where are you paying gas? That's also changed my language. But um, to give it gas, for me, the giving it a gas is a decision to engage with unfamiliar topics. That's the gas. The mm. gas isn't, to carry on doing what you always did, build momentum on that, bring economies of scale in it and try and that's not from definitely not in my world. I mean, maybe people have different types of businesses, but um, in my world is where do you put gas? And I think there's, there's a couple of things and I'll, and I'll kick off, you know, I just wrote down a couple um, uh, things that, I've, that I'm actually doing in a very clear process that the first one is I think environment affects you the people you meet with, the, 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 the vibe, the energy environment is very important to know whether it's a small shift in your environment, a big shift in your environment. So going to a different coffee shop, going to a conference, you wouldn't usually go to like a Solano conference, you know, in Portugal, like I'd never go to a Solano, but today I'm like, I just want to go sit there and listen because I have no idea. Mm. I want to learn from it. So it's, it's the environment is the very first thing for me. So now obviously I'm going to Dubai. So it's high on my mind that, why am I going there? How do I justify the expense? How do I justify the process of having to start from scratch again? Um, in many ways, not scratch, but scratch. And there has to be a mental move to look. The environment dictates the exponentiality of what you're trying to do. Now, if you've got a family, your environment needs... You know where I was just now? In Durban, Belito, and these estates. Have you been to them? Zimbiti mm -hmm. and there's these massive estates. They're almost like little cities. And they've got like hundreds of homes in there, but high-end homes, beautiful manicured gardens and golf courses and rivers and jungles. And it was just unbelievable. So having a family working online, that's your best environment. Why? Because you can spend it with your family. You can go to the beach. You can swim. That's an environment that's brilliant. And you're doing an online business, which a lot of people in those complexes are doing. Mm. But then, you know, your environment's different, my environment. So I think let's become very clear of what environment you're going to choose, however big or small, so you can just anchor yourself into a new environment to get you more engaged with the future, more energized about it. That, that's my first point. Yeah, I like it. Um, are you, when are you moving to Dubai? Like when is the full-time shift? Feb. Feb. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I made the post about moving to Cape Town. Someone yes. said, uh, oh, so the, the expansive is reuniting. And I'm like, no, I, I get there and John just leaves. So <laughs> You're right. Eh? Point, you I know? don't think we've ever been in the same city, Eric. Not reuniting. No, we we've haven't. never been united. I've always been traveling and yeah, living yeah. in Joburg. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, but I'm giving you the yeah, baton a- of Cape Town. And there's the baton. Thank you very much. Thank you. you are now going to be from Cape Town. That's great. And what a brilliant place to be. Anyway, so environment's the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll just kick into mine. Um, one of the things I, I did over the past week is I, I made a list of things to quit. So when you look at Seth Godin's book, The Dip, it's one of my favorite books and I like, I re-gift it the most. And, um, he speaks about the fact is that when you start post, something though? new, is mine in the post? Um, I'll oh, give it to you lost. when we are okay. reunited, you know. Oh, yeah. we're still waiting yeah. for the reunification. It's, 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 before, a, that's it's a, the gift that's of a, reunification. Okay, got it. it, got it. Yeah, the dip. Okay. So, uh, so he says that when you start something new, there's this excitement, there's this like newness, this energy to it. And then not before long, you hit the dip and the, the dip is the slog. It's like the, the hard grind that you have to yeah. work through to get yeah. to the other side. And mm. it's in the dip that most will quit. Mm. And it's, the problem with quitting in the dip is that like you waste time and effort if you aren't willing to persevere through that, right? Mm. But what he's then saying is that ultimately winners quit all the time because they mm. quit the things that don't make sense to them, that don't get mm. them to the other side. So I realized two things. The first is that the dip has shifted. Like when you think of things like Web3, for example, like there isn't the excitement of going into it. You go straight into the dip. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. You go straight into You're right. it. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And You're starting from the bottom of the mountain, like deep down. Yeah. Exactly. And that wow. learning curve is like super, super steep. So it has yeah. it has shifted, right? So the one thing that I realized is like, okay, expect the dip. Like go into Web3 and trying to understand all of these things, knowing that you're going into the dip. And knowing that going into the dip is going to be the competitive advantage that you'll have moving forward. Thank you very much. My friend Sean said that as well. The complexity is what keeps you ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the one thing. But the second thing is that ultimately, you know, we have such a finite amount of effort and time to put into things that we have to be very selective about what we try and put our effort into. So one of the things I wanted to do is to, to go through a list of everything that I'm doing. And it always ends up like, you know, you look at like, for example, like what do you do on social media and we creators. So we create. So what is it? Like there's Instagram posts and Facebook posts and LinkedIn posts and YouTube and like, uh, newsletters need to be written and books that need to be written and videos that need to be recorded. And like, it's okay, okay, stop. Slow down, I'm tired just listening to that list. My exactly. God. So, so yes. I was like, well, what do I, what do I cut next year? So I yeah. can start focusing on the things that really matter. Yeah. And I think that's a good practice to, to engage well, what with. Aren't you, you going to tell us? Aren't you going to tell us that? Well, I'm still working on the list. One of the things I've decided is that I'm, I'm releasing the expectation of growing across social media. And all I want to do is focus on growing my, my video presence. Yes. And as a, as a, as a consequence of that, maybe LinkedIn, but I'm, I'm over that. I, I mean, I've actually given up on Facebook quite a while ago. Like I'm not yeah. posting on there quite actively. Yeah. So I've, I've released Facebook a long time ago. I'm now also letting go of Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Like it's just, it's too much. And the yeah. reality is that if you look at most influencers anyway, the yeah. guys who go the big, big one, they always, one they, yeah. they hit one big channel and they yeah, use yeah, that yeah. to start funneling yes. everything else. Yes, you're right. And if I want to hedge my bets somewhere, I'm hedging it on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. So, Very good. Yeah. All right. So, yep. sec- so your point is quitting something. I like that. Quit something. Yeah. Very good. Um, mine is, my second one is people. And 
This is true in my friend circle. It's true in my professional circle. And it's engaging with new types of people more often. So cut out the people that I've I've grown apart from, that I'm not getting fed by, um, both in business and personal. And I've done that uh, Mm -hmm. over the last sort of few weeks, and I'll continue to do that. I've become quite clear on the type of people I want around me and uh, the type of people I don't. And then the second thing is I'm, I'm setting up coffees and I'm going to events with people that I wouldn't usually hang around with. And there's two things going on here. One is I'm making space for new people by clearing and and getting rid of other energy um, uh, sappers. And I'm moving myself into, okay, become actively. So for example, uh, I got invited to a movie screening at the Swedish Expo in Dubai, at the the Swedish stand. Dude, I would never do that. Like, it's not Mm. like, what am I going to go do? But I'm like, no, no. No, 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 no. You've made the commitment. This is a, a part yeah. of what you want to do this year is grow the people you know, grow the influence that you have. That's why you're going to Dubai. So just saying yes more to, to experiences with new people and saying no more to people that are within my circle that I don't want to be around. So people, like what mm. am I doing with them? How am I working with them? What value do I want to add with them? How do I want to expand myself and and grow and and you know I've been inspired. I've seen a couple of really good entrepreneurs the last few days and actually in the last few months. And one thing that they always have is like, what's next? Who's here? Let's go. They they like just flow into more conversations more often, mm. and always about adding value. You know, and uh, I think we can all get better at that. And 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 definitely for me. So that's my second point. I think we're both very guilty of that. Um, and and it's partly like we've always thought the way that we approach things is that we we do the work and and things come to us. Like we attract our tribe, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's also something about going out and connecting to the tribe. And, yeah. And that's something that we're not good at. I know. If, no. Well, yeah. Well, look, I think COVID, uh, look, look, I think COVID definitely dampened the whole thing. And also remember pre-COVID we were busy. We were like running between events and we were almost like, geez, I just need to keep up with what I'm doing, building my brand. I didn't have time mm. to engage with every uh, Tom, Dick, Harry who wanted to reach out to me and to have a coffee with me. Now that things have changed. So I was like, okay, hang on, hang on. We haven't been around people that long. And also, like, what am I going to do with people? You know, like, mm. why am I going out to engage with them? You know? So, yeah. That's, you know, uh, um, it's funny because um, I'm the I'm the guy who gives workshops. I don't attend workshops, really. Yeah. Like, so, like, in my, yeah. This is like part of my thinking, right? Yeah. And in the past month, I've signed up for three workshops that wow. I've attended okay. um, because I've realized like it's a, it's, so I did a breakdown of my business and about 80% of my business of 2021 was learning experiences. Yeah. So essentially facilitations workshops. Right. And I thought like, the problem is like you, you function in isolation. Like I've never yeah. been part of a, a big yes. learning. Yeah. Yes. So like, I'm like, I have to go and just like, Put my pride aside for a moment yeah. and just go yeah. and attend workshops. Well, that's what it is. It's pride, more, you know? eh? It is yeah. pride. Yeah, it is pride. That's it's good that you brought that up because mm. I do think it is pride. We suffer from pride. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we suffer from more than anything else. <laughs> it's a very, very vulnerable podcast. Oh my god, that's uh, terrible to even admit to. Damn it! <laughs> flipping egos, eh? Yeah, yeah, they float around with us. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, what's right, your second so one? My next one is um, is energy management going into 2022. Mm. So, like, I'm tired, dude. Um, it's it's been a hell of a year, and like, even 
even when we like not all that busy, there's just consistently things that are like draining your energy, whether it's having to deal with uh, load shedding or whether it's like seeing people on Facebook that are passing away from COVID or whether it's just like dealing with like incompetence of the government or whatever. Like there, there are so many things that are happening around us all the time that I think is just like putting a lot of pressure and strain on us consistently. And so like, even if you're not all that busy, like you might think, well, you know, I, I shouldn't feel stressed or I should, shouldn't feel burnt out. But we know, we know the past two years, like our mental health is a big thing to look after. And it's very easy for it to start going downhill and with, for us not to interfere in that. And I've gotten to this point where I'm like, I still have stuff to do for the year. Uh, so I'm going to Kenya a bit later in the year to do uh, work for EO and for YPO there. Um, I have maybe two or three more facilitations that are booked in already um, with like one or two maybe confirming. And even thinking about that, like I'm like, I need to take a few deep breaths to keep myself motivated and focused. So what are you going to do? So so what what are you going to do with your energy next year? What what is the change you're going to bring to? No, it's actually not next year. It's just for the rest of this year. What I've decided to do is I'm going to... To like, I, I always wake up early in the morning, so I'm up at like five o'clock. So I'm going to work really hard from five to twelve, and then call it for the rest of the year. I've decided that I'm not going to spend. Isn't this podcast about how do you get prepared for 2022, though? Right? Did but you that is, did you? Yeah, that's exactly it. Is that you want to hit 2022 with as much energy as possible? <laughs> Look, I don't think if anybody's you, working from about the 10th of December, dude. Like you know, you're five dude, to twelve. You're gonna have five to nothing. It's different you're if you're an entrepreneur. In. It's different if you're an entrepreneur because you're always on because you're still learning. You're still thinking about your next talk. You're still thinking about the business that you're going to be building. You're still thinking about. Okay. 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 But I mean, there's no real active work. There's no real active work past You miss it. No, but it's not about the active work. It's about the invisible hooks that are like draining your energy all the time. Like you're not really switching okay. off. That's okay. the problem. Okay. Like, you know, when a high performer goes on leave, they don't really go on leave. Like it's. They, they're away from work, but they're not like mentally away from it. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But I think, I think it's a good thing to decide to be mentally off. I mean, also, you're going to become a Capetonian in two weeks. So, you know, I don't know if this is going to last when you're in Cape Town, Eric. You know, our brains, what, we can what do you, very what do you easily think is going to happen? I think it's going to be very easily, you know, your hair is going to get longer. You're going to start wearing <laughs> slip slops more often. I'm going to change your name to Eriko. Yeah, yeah, that's what you say from Joburg. You know, things change. Fully fully vegan. Fully vegan. You'll go to markets barefoot, buying your fruit and veg. You know, it just happens. It happens to everybody. Tie-dye. 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 What did you say? Leopard? You said leopard. Hemp. Hemp. Oh, hemp. I was going leopard. I'm a full vegan with leopard print clothes. You're like, no, no, dude. There's a mismatch in brands there. Okay, my last one. My last one is topics. I, um, I've, I've really got very few topics that I listen to over and over and over and over. And so like the topics that I'm interested in, I have cut them very clearly down into like a few segments. And so everywhere I am, those are the topics that I'm diving into. I'm not, I'm not going broad. I'm going like three, focusing on those three. And so, and, and look, not one way or the other way is right or wrong. It's just what I'm choosing. So you might want to take one subject and dive, dive deep in, or you want to become a generalist and dive into as many as you can. Anything's available to you. But for me, the, 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 the clarity of understanding web 3.0 and the currencies that will drive it and the structures of the businesses. And the consciousness that's required to operate at that level where you're very much in a flow state learning and new things. So for me, it's consciousness and Web 3.0. 
And those mm. two topics, you can never, ever get enough of them. And especially as we are needing to evolve to move into this new world, I think those are the most important topics. And, and, and I, and I'm, and I'm with them for hours a day, quite literally hours, mm. hours a day bringing in new information. So it's been a, mm. it's been an incredibly learning and educating period of time, you know, and, and, and it's awesome. I feel very empowered by it. And it's almost like when you decide to go on a diet and you can stick to it, you know, this is like a mental upgrade that I've decided to achieve, to do and stuck to it, you know, and like mm. gone through the pain. And every time I get through a bit of pain, I'm like, yeah, this is part of it. That attitude has just changed everything in, in engaging with, with new topics and diving deep into these ones that I just mentioned. Mm. You know, every time we speak about that, like in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm actually just, I'm so worried because people are, are shying away from it because of the complexity, you know, and, and the sheer overwhelm of looking at this and it doesn't make any sense at all. It makes zero <laughs> sense, yeah, especially, yeah. especially when you haven't like, if you, if you have no idea of what it is, it makes zero sense. Then you start diving in a bit and you start going makes like, even less sense. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> like complicated. <laughs> it's like, even more complicated than I thought. And then you quit. And then the problem is you don't, you don't learn. Like there's, there are so many ways of, uh, of easing your journey into it. And you were speaking about Twitter threads earlier. I think that's a great way for people to start in, like, uh, just exposing themselves mm. a bit to this, to the web 3.0 space. Yeah. Um, oh, are we going to have to rebrand the podcast? Is this going to be like the, the Web 3.0 podcast? Well, it'll be owned by all our listeners. We need to sell oh, NFTs yeah. <laughs> and uh, they'll buy NFTs and we'll all be partnerships and expensive and we'll be running like a it. sharing economy, DeFi, decentralized structure. I like so, it. So, um, yes, maybe, sh maybe like we it. should talk about that. I can just, like, unpack it and see what it would look like if all our listeners would be joining us on this journey and maybe we could monetize somehow. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think uh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can, like, what would the NFT be? Like, w would we be selling, like, uh, pictures An of episode. you and, like, like, oh, I thought, like, you, like, modeling, like, I was going to say <laughs> bikinis, but I was going to say sp <laughs> speedos. <laughs> Maybe the bikinis one is actually I don't know what's funny. Maybe me we modeling, sell a lot. <laughs> or me modeling bikinis. I don't know. Which, which one do you want to start off with? I was going to go speedo, dude. Pack. I don't know why bikinis popped into my head. Bikinis, no. Bikinis yeah. are my vibe. I usually go topless. So, okay. no, just, okay. the, just the speedo is good, good for good. me. Um, just the speedo. Quick story. Yeah, I remember I was in Brazil uh, many years ago, and everybody in Brazil was wearing these males. All the males in Brazil were wearing these colorful hot pants. Well, that's what all the guys wear there. They're not speedos. They're hot pants. And they're really beautiful, like nicely designed so my friend and I, Paul, were there and we were like, we were wearing, you know, South African board shorts, like, you know, and <laughs> we, th we, we, we felt so out. So we thought, okay, you know what? Let's just buy one. And then there, at least we can wear them, you know? So we bought one. We wore them there. It felt so good. We're like with everybody else. It was all cool. Then we thought, let's buy another one because, you know, when we come back to South Africa, we'll definitely wear them. Did not wear them once. once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so funny. Okay, go look. Finish off with the third one. This podcast is getting longer than two. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So the last one I had was actually uh, when we spoke on the on the phone earlier this morning. We were speaking about goals briefly, and like I've started thinking about my goals for twenty twenty two. And the one thing that I, I realized is that I want my goals to be a lot more experiential again than before. Ah, you nice. know, because. For a long time, like on my board, I would have, for example, like speak for TEDx um, yeah. or speak for EO. And like, mm. it was funny how those very specific things came yeah. to fruition. Yeah. And then during COVID, it just became like X amount of revenue. Right. Yeah. 
And well, you couldn't like, have what? any experiences. That's not kid, bro. Like, what yeah, your yeah. experience? Older, I know, but you couldn't leave you know, your easy. house. Yeah, the problem is the habitual part of it. Like now, you right, used to that right. kind of a goal. Right. So, like, it's time to to get. So, back like, give to me the give me an example. Give me an example. Are you talking like going to the so, Antarctic or like? No, no, yeah, to, yeah. Like, what, so, like, yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, one goal that I that I know that I had on there was like I want to speak for Microsoft overseas. Oh, hang on, hang on. This is another speaking. Oh, okay, but. Okay. 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 I thought so you were a, talking a, more like experiences of like. No, no, no. I, I mean, like uh, okay. goals related to my career, but like, like highlight right. moments. Right. You know? That's right. Okay. Because, um, like, so for example, one one goal I had previously was write for Ink, and then last year, like, my name appeared in Ink. You yeah. know, like, so that's the kind of thing that I'm speaking about. It's like pushing yourself into new avenues and new context through your yeah. goal setting as well. Yeah. Not yeah. just because through revenue, like as a big goal, you might get there. Like you might those opportunities. Yeah, but you also might be you, doing you 15, 15 little shitty uh, events. That's yeah. it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I like that. So, so designing new experiences. Yeah, look, I'm um, I'm starting to call them new timelines. Choosing new timelines. These timelines are all available to us, and I think the language to talk about how to choose new timelines creates more ease of me understanding how to pop into another version or another vibrational stance of a timeline, you know? So, mm. yeah, I've also been thinking about timelines and uh, I wrote down uh, a whole list of things I'm grateful for uh, while I was on the plane today. And such a great exercise. I haven't done it for so long. And it really put me in a state of calm more mm. more than anything else, just relief, you know? And like, just remind yourself what you've done. It's been hard. It's not been an easy vibe. There's a lot of good things on the go. Yes, you're ambitious and there's a lot more to happen. But geez, what a year, you know, worked with great clients. Mm. We, the podcast has done exceptionally well. Uh, new things are starting to bubble. Like, and, and that's, and that's valid for most people, you know. So that's a good exercise to have. So good. Great. Nice that's episode. A, I think that's, yeah, that's a good place to end. So as always, thank you for tuning into the Expansive Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Uh, it goes a long way in helping us to reach more people. And uh, we really believe that what we are trying to do here is to decrease the overwhelm for everyone as we go through these new experiences and, and learning all these new things. So follow us on social media. You can catch us pretty much on every social media. Uh, <laughs> After speaking about how every social media isn't what we should be doing, but yes, yeah. <laughs> on every don't, no, don't every don't, social media. <laughs> yeah, 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 don't don't, uh, don't listen to what I'm saying. What's it? Uh, yeah. What? There's that saying. It's like don't listen to what I'm saying. Don't don't take yeah. it my advice. Don't take it my advice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but more than that, so forget about social media. What we would really love for you is to do is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts on iTunes. Uh, it's always such a great moment when there's a, a new review that hits my inbox and I get to share that with John on WhatsApp. Uh, we always love that. Uh, as a quick reminder, you can book us to speak at your event. Uh, we do combined learning experiences for teams as well. And with that in mind, have an incredible week until we speak to you again. About two or three episodes to go for the year. John, as always, a pleasure. A pleasure. Next week's uh, episode will be from Dubai. So yes, looking man. forward to that. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, shit. Nobody knows when we're recording this. It's a Friday while we're recording it. So good weekend <laughs> so to everybody who's listening. So professional. Yes, I know. Jeez, that's <laughs> Thank terrible. you. Bye. <laughs>